Hey, I'm Sean Millay, a content creator for 137PM, and this is my podcast, Please Clap, where I talk to friends I've met through comedy who I think are really funny. Today's guest barely needs an introduction. His name's Mark Norman, and he's one of the best comedians working right now. He's funny as hell, sharp as a as a as a as a sharp rock, and uh, and yeah, it's gonna it's a fun pod. He gave me some advice on how to podcast, and and he uh, he had some kind words, and he shared some funny stories, and and I had notes that I was working off of because I was nervous because he's good at podcasting and. And it's a good one. It's a good, just check it out. Just check. I don't have to say it. You'll see. You'll see for your own for your own eyes for your own for your own. Se- okay. So Mark Norman's here. I I usually I suck at the intros. I, they make me do a new intro every time, uh-huh. like a a pre roll. But mm. but you're here. Glad to be here. Sorry, I'm eating. No, that's fine. That's fine. Um, yeah, thanks for squeezing it in. You're always very nice to me by doing these, so that's cool. Hey, well, you put you put the hot time and you do your homework. Yeah, yeah, I try to. And, I appreciate uh, it. Yeah. You'd be surprised how many pods I do it. I go, what else is going on? I'm like, you haven't said anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. I, uh, you're the host. you got to set something up. Um, yeah, I know, and you're, you're very nice. Uh, you always answer my text. Do I text you too much? I text you every time I think of something. I'm like, oh, Mark will like well, this. <laughs> maybe put a filter on that. But, you know, <laughs> okay, for me, it's, it, it's, it's a lot of people send me these texts this long, and I'm like, I'll never read this. Yeah, I'm yeah. just running. I, I can't just sit there. So if they're short, I'm in. All right, cool. Uh, I yeah. sent Seinfeld a long one once. I haven't never heard from him again. Really? No, yeah. I literally was thinking about because... You like you to Seinfeld is me to you. Where no, I'm like, yeah, where I'm no. just excited. I'm just like ah, that's cool. I mean, I'm here. Yeah, I know. That's he true. wouldn't come to my office. Oh, all right, that's cool. So yeah, I, I wouldn't. You can't compare me to him. He's a you know living legend, zillionaire. True. Jew. Yeah. True. True. Uh, well, so I just like started this podcast at work. Do you, you do you have advice for people with pods? Uh, wow, sure. Well, I've been doing a pod for nine years with my pal called Tuesdays with Stories, and it's finally getting some jizz. I had a podcast director guy, like a guru, algorithm queef, you know, mm-hmm. much like you got around this, this yeah. pad, and he goes, uh, your podcast will never be successful for three reasons. And I was like, all right, well, hit me with it. And he goes, one, the name sucks. Tuesdays with stories. I don't know what that is. He's like, it, has, it doesn't even have your name in it. Like the Joe Rogan experience, the Burt cast, you know, two bears, one cave at least explains what they are. He's like, yours is called Tuesdays. I don't know what that means. Second, it looks like ass. You know, you got one camera, the, the wallpaper's falling off. You're ugly. And then three, no guess. Mm. So... You got to have guests. Get your guests bring in listeners. I feel like some of the names you just listed, though, don't really say, like, Burt Cast. I mean, what, just because it's his name? Like, yeah. I don't know. The stories, like, I think, because what I've been realizing with, like, TikTok and stuff is, like, when you tell a story, yep. that, I don't know, it just keeps you, it keeps their attention longer than just being, like, like you said, so what else is new? I don't know, just, like, eh, comedy's weird. Like Right, right. Stories are good, yeah. I mean, it's the age-old art, you know? We've been telling each other stories for thousands of years so yeah the cool thing about the office like doing it in this office which i thought i wouldn't like at first but it's actually really cool is like there's people that vet it afterwards and so you can kind of say whatever you want and then there's something yeah and then they're like oh maybe we shouldn't put this and i'm like that's fine because otherwise i'm going to be anxious once we release it do you get better at like podcasting like oh yeah i think so yeah because like i don't know like it's i guess like 
it's easy when it's like your friends that you've been doing it with a while, but then when you go to visit a different podcast, I guess it kind of that's a muscle that has yeah. to be worked where it's it, like I don't know these people and now I have to be funny to them. Yes, it's all mental. I know that sounds weird, but like it's like dating a girl, going out with a girl, a job interview, podcasting, stand up. It's all mental like I did a podcast with this guy, and it was me and him, and it was kind of a big podcast, and he was nervous, and he was quiet, and this is a fucking hilarious guy, really funny, really confident guy, but he was nervous, and he was kind of clamming up, Yeah, and he had a couple drinks, and something snapped where he just, I guess the booze started kicking in. He had his feet up, he had sunglasses on, and he was just zinging and zanging, and I'm like, how did you get there? Later, I was like, how did you do that? He was like... I just got over it, and I like had a pep talk in my head, and I had a few drinks in me, and he's like, I stopped caring, and I think that's the key to most things. Like I used to box, and they would go, Oh, really? You, t- you got to turn your brain off because I would go one one, two, you know, you go one one two, so you go one mm-hmm. one two, one one two three, you know, and they give you all these little things to do, these uh, commands, and I would go one, and they're like, just feel it, just let it happen, and I'm only I'm the only white guy in there, so it's like yeah. already stiff and. It's already nerve-wracking that I'm the dorky guy. But uh, if you just let go and let the lizard brain take over every now and then, yeah. it's a way better way better performance. That's cool. I didn't know you used to box. I used yeah. to box, too. Uh, but that's why like a lot of these stand-up guys are so good, because they've been doing it for 30 years, because they're on Netflix not giving a fuck. Right. We go on Netflix, and we're like, this is my big shot. I'm freaking out. I'm shitting in my pants. My mom's here. My dad's gay. You yeah. know, And they're out there like, ah, whatever. <laughs> I've been doing comedy 30 years. I've, I fucked a, a kid. Who cares? <laughs> yeah, you know? Yeah. And I think that's the key is just that not giving a fuck and letting go. But yeah, sorry, boxing. No, no, no. That, that was good advice. Yeah, no, I, I think it's cool. Did you box for a while or? I got to, you know, it's weird. I always wanted to do it and I was always like, ah, I'm a, I'm a twerp. Who am I? I'm not a tough guy. But you go, you see all these like uh, Wall Street dorks boxing, you know, it's just some flabby white guy with a tie on. So you're like, oh, if he can, he can go box, I can go box. So I signed up with a trainer guy and. I loved it. It was great. How, do you ever have any fights? No, all we do is we do the sparring at the yeah. uh, the place, but uh, never. I got beat up a lot as a kid. Oh, okay. but never. I never had like a full on boxing right. match with like an audience or anything. I had one that I lost. Really? Yeah. And then it was a good fight, but then so it was Golden Gloves, right? And it was so it was like a tournament. And the next fight I was supposed to be in, the guy forfeited, and that technically made me third in the state of New Jersey. And now my dad tells everybody that uh, we'll be in public. He'll be so my son boxes. He's third in the state, and I'm like, Dad, you can't tell people. I know, because then they're like, I got to meet him. And then they yeah. see you, and they're like, whoa, <laughs> yeah. that guy? Holy shit. And the worst is he'll tell people in boxing gyms. We'll be going, like, we'll be, like, at the gym. He's like, yeah, he's actually third in the state. And they're like, oh, can we get in the ring with oh, him? Like, no. I got 30 fights. I'll, and I'm like, Dad, I'm going to get killed. And it's like, some, like, Puerto Rican guy with a teardrop yes, tattoo. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. His yeah. name's, like, you know, Lean Green Machine yeah. or some shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's tough. Um, so, but... I, I don't know the the boxing shit. It's cool though. A lot of comedians like it's weird. My dad always used to say he's like, yeah, comedians a lot of the time are boxers. Like, I don't know what that is. Do you notice that? Is that oh yeah, we uh, Gary Shandling. A lot of these guys used to box, and uh, Adam Carolla, a bunch of them. I'm, I'm blanking on more, but a lot of them used to box, and it's so similar to to stand up because yeah. instead of you versus an opponent, it's you versus a crowd. Yeah, and you just got to keep hitting them with laughs, and then you throw an uppercut at the end, and then they you know fall right. over laughing. I almost saw you get in a fight. Remember? remember uh, oh, yeah. The uh, Yeah, where was that? It was right oh, outside Village Underground. Oh, at the cellar. Yeah, 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 that's right. Because, oh, I had a camera, and the guy said something like, uh, 
film this, bitch. And, yeah. And then you you were like pissed. You, I was pissed. I was like, well, you know, I live in that neighborhood in the village, and it's getting so bad that yeah. I've like eaten so many bitches. Like, hey, bitch, or where are you going, bitch? And I was like, that, I just snapped on that last one. Yeah. And then he was fucking with you, and it just it bothered me. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not really good at confrontation, I yeah. guess. I, when it's thrust upon me, I'm a little better, but like, I was more just like, really? Like, and I also, I want, my friend sent me a video uh, the other day of like a guy. It was unsolicited too. It was a guy getting stabbed in the neck and, like, <laughs> in the middle of a fight, dude. What? Yeah, it was in the it was in a mall and like the what? blood just started going everywhere. Well, he that's dro- the thing you never know. Yeah, dropped dead there, and I was like, so whenever like somebody is like that on the street, I'm like, it's not even worth it's it. It's so because- not worth. And that guy doesn't have anything to lose. He'll stab us in a second. Yeah. So. But yeah, you were telling him off, and that it was funny because you do have like a comedian voice, right? So. Right. Well, that's also funny because like two comics walked up while I was yelling at this guy, and yeah. they they were like, "Ah, I thought you were doing a bit." <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, "No, I hate this guy." But I knew there was a couple bouncers behind me as well. That but. is true. They were like standing right at the door, ready yeah. to like. But uh, what 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 else do I have for you here? <laughs> I, see, I see the bullet point Rolodex. Yeah, uh, see, I'm, I'm spinning. I'm still getting good at the potting thing. Sure. So that's why I asked you for advice for pods because I'm oh. like, oh, I thought you meant how to make one successful. No, I'm, I get that, and just in general, I guess I don't know. Well, like, I hate that. I think the most, the best is just a genuine conversation. So if, if you're talking to me. I would stick with that before you go to a, yeah, a bullet yeah, point. Yeah, that's true. You're like, every time you say something cool, I'm like, nice. Yeah, uh, <laughs> exactly. I think if uh, you elaborate or keep going or, you know, a little give and take. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. We, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you turn the paper over. That's uh, great. Because it's, I don't know, I, 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 get, I clam up sometimes. That's why I love when Adam's here, because I was telling you this, like, he laughs at everything, and it, may, it opens me up. I'm like, once I get the laugh, I'm like, it's all right. It's laugh cool. Laugh is huge. Um, it helps. And you're you're not a big laugher. No, I guess not. So I'm trying to think of the funny thing. So if you think we can't it, both like, be doing that. I know, <laughs> I know. You're right. You're right. Um, well, you got me with the paper. I lost it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good, good. Um, All right, flip it back over. I feel bad. You, you st- so yeah, I saw you at like the stand the other day, and I see like. Like, you kind of get mobbed a little bit. Like, you've blown up more than even when I first met you. <coughs> yeah, I hate the mob. Do you? Yeah, like, what do you... Is fame been cool for you? Like the, I don't... I don't... I, whatever, mean, I wouldn't say fame. Whatever you want to call it. Has that been interesting? Well, like, it obviously has its perks. I think it's like being a hot lady. You know, like, you might get a free meal, and uh, you get to blow uh, Stevie Nicks or some rock star. That's a woman. Hold on. <laughs> you get to blow, uh, you know, Bon Jovi. But... Uh, I think, you know, people are gawking at you, they're staring at you, they want to talk to you, and so that part sucks. So there's, there's pros and cons, but I'm an introverted queef, you know, I like to lay low. So people are like, what, uh, what's up, man, how are you? And I'm like, I got nothing to say. Yeah, so yeah. So it's a lot of work. And then, like, I saw you were looking at your notes before the set, and people are talking to you, and it's yeah. like, oh, yeah, I can tell that you're trying to, like, prepare for the exactly. show. Exactly. Yeah. So I try to show up, if my set's at 9, I show up at 8.58, go on, and then leave now. I see. It's too much. That's cool though. I uh, it's funny because like just doing the open mics, like like you know, I have like the TikTok stuff or whatever, and it, it for me it's annoying because I'll go up at the open mic or before I go up, every comedian will go up and be like, "Oh, Sean's here. He's TikTok famous," and then uh, they'll just talk about that, and I'm like, "I'm here to work on stuff too." Like, yeah. why? Are you, I don't know. I help. hate that. There's a weird 
passive aggressive condescension to that. Yeah, you yeah. know, like I'll, I'll have a host go, "What do you want me to say about you?" When I bring you on, I go, "I don't know Netflix." They go, "Whoa, <laughs> Netflix!" I'm like, "You asked, cunt." Yeah, like, well, yeah. what are we doing here? Right. You know, so I hate that shit. Yeah, you're also marketing yourself. Like, you, it gets their attention better. I feel yeah. like, it's like, oh, okay, he's got that cool credit. It's not yeah. just like you've seen him. That credit we're all trying to get and pr- we're proud of. Now you're making me feel weird about it. it sucks. Well, so one time you, uh, uh, you were like, as far sorry. as opening. <laughs> little, little semen. <laughs> as far as opening credits go, um, a girl once brought me up and said, I opened for Mark Norman. Is that cheating? Because I, I filmed you to uh, get the stage time. I think that's pretty sad. Okay. Wow. Right. Well, because you're oh, because you're negative towards yourself, or because I just did five minutes and filmed you to get it. <laughs> no, I think it's just sad because you're like it'd be one thing if you're like open for Seinfeld. Oh, you oh. Know. no, you're cool, that, dude. Literally, no. the one time she said that, people came up to me after, like, oh, you know, Mark, like, oh wow, yeah, you you have more. Uh, Ah, rain that you think you do. What else you got on that paper? Okay, all right, all right. I'll stop. Uh, all right, here. thank you. Have you ever brought a girl, like you know, pre-engagement, brought a girl to a show and then oh, bo- yeah. and bombed? Yes. Does it? So my friend has this theory. He's like, no, you just being on stage in front of a crowd makes you attractive to them, even if you bomb. And I was like, I don't think that's true. No, I, I was sleeping with this girl who was like way out of my league. Uh, she was going through a bad divorce, so I think she was just like, I'll fuck anything. And I swooped in. And uh, hot blonde, Upper East Side, real coos. And uh, I was bringing her out to shows because, you know, you get free drinks. And it's just something to do, too. I, I don't know how to entertain anybody. Like, what am I going to take her to dinner and have a conversation? I can't do that. So I'd bring her to shows, and I would do well, and she'd be so turned on. It's crazy. Like, we talk about how men are shallow. Don't get me wrong, but women are shallow in just different ways. Like, yeah. You know, you pull up in a snazzy car, and they're, like, you know, slipping off a chair. So uh, I brought her this one show, and we were kind of hot and heavy, me and this gal. And then I brought her one show, and I ate my balls on stage. And she was like, you know, it's getting uh, it's getting late. No she, way. She flew the coop. She did it not seeing all those other ones didn't make a difference to her. No, no. I remember like two weeks before I was I was out with her and I had a good set and I got an applause break and that drove her wild. Really? Yeah, the applause break. But then after that, it was that bomb. So I, I haven't did, spoken to her since. You got to be strategic, I guess. And like if yeah. I if I bring a girl to a show ever, it's like all right, just one. Like. Oh yeah, it was like I I kicked her mom in the face. Like she was like, okay, well that'll do it, you know. And I was like. Wait, well, what, what, I thought we were getting a drink. She was like, ah, you know, time. Yeah, yeah. So. I I have girls, like, because on Hinge or whatever, they'll be like, or just even, if, like, talking to them in public, if they find out I've been doing stand-up, they're like, oh, tell me a joke. Oh, you, I hate that. You have that still, I bet, even? Like, yeah, oh, you're oh yeah. What do you say? I, I tell them, like, a crazy Holocaust joke, and then they <laughs> run away. <laughs> <laughs> oh, to just like gauge if they're cool or not. Well, no, just to get rid of them. I'm like, you want a joke? Here's a joke. I had this with a stripper. No I was way. getting a lap dance, and the the stripper goes, "What do you do?" And I, it's, I'm so awkward. I'm like, ah, I'm a comedian, you know, trying to like leave me alone. And she goes, uh, "Oh, well, tell me a joke." She's grinding me. Yeah. And I'm like, well, you know, I'm not at work. You are. <laughs> yeah. She was furious, and I'm like, well, that is a joke. Yeah. I told you a joke just because you were the butt of it. It's still a joke, but she didn't care for it. Yeah, I did say to one girl, I was like, I'm more of a crowd work guy. <laughs> and it's like, where are you from? And That's the, good. Yeah. But, but um, Oh, I like that. That's a good spin. Did she get it? Um, 
Actually, yes, she did. Oh, all right, she great. did get it. But like you said, it, it got boring after that because I'm the one entertaining yeah. the conversation and being the one to try. I don't it's, know. it's a lot of work taking a gala, mental work, you know, just being funny, being on stories, being, uh, you know, listening and, and reacting. It's it's like a job interview. Dude, I might have told you this one, but I, ha- I a girl came to a show once that I like I did really well at and she came out to me after and she was like, do you want to get drinks? I was like, sure. And so we went to a bar. And we're at the bar drinking, and I turned to this guy next to me, like 50-year-old guy. He's got the same drink that I have. Mm. And I was like, oh, it's a good drink. And he's like, yeah. And then so she sees that I talk to him, so she starts talking to him too. And it's like, I'm telling, he's like 50, and his name's, and he, his name's Ken, and he's like in a suit. He's like, yeah, I'm just visiting. And I'm like kind of laughing at this convo because I'm like, he's kind of weird, but whatever. Yeah. And so... We get our last drinks, me and her, and I'm like, all right, do you want to like go back to my place maybe or, or we can even go to another bar? And she's like, let's go to one more bar. I was like, okay. And then she goes, Ken, do you want to come? Uh, I swear to God. And, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, okay. Uh, and he was like, yeah, yeah, I will. Uh, I'm like, what are you doing, Ken? Yeah, Ken, fuck you. <laughs> and so we go outside and I'm like, you know what? I think I'm going to go home. And she was like, oh, uh, Ken, do you still want to go? And I was like, wow. Ouch. And so I texted her. I was like, hey, if you're uncomfortable, I will come because (laughs) this guy is weird. But like, and she texted me like, yes, please come. So now I get in a taxi with them. I'm in the middle and they're, I'm like car sick and they're talking over me. What? And they're saying weird. Like he was like, yeah, well, if you, he's like a gun's too messy. You got to (laughs) like, you got (laughs) to choke him. Yeah. Yeah. And then she's like, oh, well, you could do a princess Diana do get him in a car. I'm like a car accident. I'm like, what are you guys talking about? Sounds like they're made for each other. It was very, yeah. And then, and then we went to like this jazz club and he ordered a bottle of wine and He's like, do you want food, guys? And I was like, I'm, I'm going to leave. Now I finally was like, I'm actually going to leave now. And they're like, oh, okay. And he's like, dude, we got to connect. I really like you. And I was like, what? And he took my number and he texted me like the next morning, like really nice meeting you, man. Like connected with me on LinkedIn later. Like it, wow. was, it was strange. But Wow, this guy's lonely. And I had a good set that night. Oh, all right. So I, I don't know. That was my way of. Uh, that's the thing I miss the least about being a single guy was all that effort you would put in and then not hooking up. Yeah. The, the late nights, four in the morning, you're at her apartment playing Scrabble and you got a rock hard <laughs> boner and, <laughs> and you're like, oh, I've been with you for nine hours. And she's like, well, I'm going to turn in. And you're like, ah, I could have gotten eight hours of sleep. I could have jerked off and I'm, yeah. I'm playing fucking Wordle with this whore. <laughs> Some guys get off on it. It's like they, it's like watering flowers or something for them. Sure. Or just like, they're just like, yeah, I'll happily buy drinks and not. Yeah. Like, look, women have it tough with the, uh, the scary guys oh, and yeah, the, uh, sure. the, uh, the, the, the gropey and the whatever. So like, that's like, but Hey, we got to have a conversation with you and that ain't easy either. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, no, it's no, scary. I'm joking. But you know, it's always funny when women are like, I love funny guys. And you're like, Oh, do you like free entertainment? <laughs> yeah, we all do. Join the club. I like funny guys too. And then it's weird when women are like, Oh, you're just out for sex. Like you don't like me. You just want to have sex with me. And I'm like, well, that's kind of on you because I hang out with my friends, my guy friends, for two weeks straight, and no one fucks, and we have a great time. Right. So maybe you pick it up. Yeah, yeah. Personality-wise. That's what I think I want in a girlfriend is, like, uh, somebody that is, like, a good friend, like, to hang. A good hang, you know? Yeah, of course. Yeah. And there's a lot of ladies who are great hangs, but it's tough when a woman is dressed to the nines, cleavage, beautiful, and sexy, and heels, and all this, 
And then like, you just want to fuck me. It's like, well, I just met you. And all I know about you is how hot you are. Right. Yeah. And so now this is your chance to wow me with your dazzling personality. Yeah, yeah, good point. But I guess they don't have to. Right. With them when you look like that. So I get it from both sides. Interesting. Uh, all right, I think I'm scaring Malay here. No, you're not. No, right. it's, you're I, not. Am scared. I being too real? No, you're not. Be. I'm literally just in my head. I'm like, uh, I did this with Young Gravy too. Like he'd say things, and I'd kind of zone out because in my head, I'm like, all right, let me just make sure I know what the next <laughs> bullet point is. <laughs> okay. Yeah, but uh, but I do know what the next bullet point is. I saw you drop new merch yesterday, and I thought, oh it was a, man, just, you're on it. It just says Queef on yeah, the shirt. Boy, That's you, all it says is Queef. It's in the Queen font. Oh, I didn't even notice that. That's yeah. cool. And it says queef because uh, I got a lot of I love the word queef. I'm trying to bring it up to the mountaintop and uh, to the zeitgeist. So I got the queef shirts. Yeah, but I think it's funny that there's no like you branding beyond that. No, so no. It's, I'm just like guys that buy that are just going to be <laughs> in the mall or something with this shirt. Yeah, it's like it almost seems like a political statement. Or something. <laughs> well, it's one of those if you know, you know kind of. Yeah, th- which makes it cooler because then it's really like you know they're a fan. It's exactly. not just like your face or something. Yeah, yeah. So I'm they sold like hotcakes. Really? Yeah. So I'm gonna. Keep going on those. You still do the table, the merch at the... Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah? It's the hardest part of the gig. Really? I mean, you do your, you're a comedian. I'm a comedian, so I do my act. That's what I was, am paid to do. It's what I want to do. But then the shirts sell so well. But if you want to sell shirts, you got to be there with them. Right. You know? And otherwise, people just walk by the table. So they get a photo. They might buy a shirt. And you, you clean up, but it's it ain't easy. Everybody's got their story. Everybody wants to tell you their thing and how they heard of you. And, yeah. And it's all very nice. And I, I sound like a cunt, but... Uh, no, I mean, it's like it's draining. It's work. It's yeah. draining. Yeah, for sure. And you, I wonder if people... Like, do they ever look at you like... Okay, here's a fun question. Has anybody ever been like, Mark, and you thought they were a fan, but it's just somebody you met and like you should know but forgot? Oh, yeah. yeah. That's the worst. Like, uh, hey, Norman. And I'm like, hey, comedy. And they're like, no, I'm your babysitter. I was like, oh, shit. Sorry. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Dude, that's like, uh, that That would be a fear of mine is just like, because I, I forget people's names, especially like doing the open mic stuff. Like, I've met so many people in the past year. Where I'm like, I'll be like, hey, I'm Sean. They're like, yeah, we met. I'm like, oh, yeah. I'm sorry. It's tough. It's like, I don't think anything of myself. It's just I smoke weed every day and yeah. I have a shitty memory. So. Yeah, we live in New York. You're just trying to keep blinders on from the hobo you jerking it. And so when you see people, you, you it takes a second. Right. Are fans ever rude to you? Is that ever? Oh, yeah. Really? Well, you, well, you get a lot of like, uh, what do you call it? Like uh, backhanded compliments, like subtle kind of like. You know, the wife comes up with a husband. She's like, I hate you, but he's a fan. And you're like, all right, thanks. <laughs> you didn't you know? need to say that. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of that. Like, you know, your last hour was great. This one's not so good, but the last one, we loved it. And that's why we showed up. And if you keep working on this one, you know, there's a lot of keep it up and you'll get there. I and, hate uh, that, dude. All Just, that shit. I can tell, like, the, I, the podcast thing, like, people, there's a lot of been a lot of, like, support in the office. But people will come up and be like, saw the Young Gravy Pod. I'm like, yeah, and they're like, uh, yeah, I liked it. And I was like, if you're going to say it like that, just don't say anything because it hurts my self-esteem. Of course, of course. And they don't mean to be malicious. Of course. That's why it's hard. They just want to be a part of the the conversation, I guess. Exactly. But that's why a lot of these famous guys won't go out there. They won't do a meet and greet or anything because they're like, it's just too too brutal. Yeah, that makes sense. Then you get the guys who get you in a headlock and they're like, come on, let me pick you up. You know, it'll be a funny photo. I'm like, I don't want you to pick me up. Like, yeah. Oh, I thought you were a funny guy. Oh, oh you're somebody's prude all of a sudden. And I'm like, 
I don't know you. I don't want you to lift me. Are fans giving you tags and stuff, too? Oh, a lot of that. Yeah. Yeah. Have you thought about this angle? Have you said that? And like, yeah, yeah, I thought <laughs> of that angle. Sometimes, because uh, I've seen in comments, too, people will like put their spin on it. And that's got to be annoying, too, where it's like, oh, if, even yeah. if it's good, or if it's good, you're like, damn it. Like, I know, that hurts. Yeah. Like, shit, how did I miss that? Some rube in uh, Cincinnati thought of this, and R- I couldn't think of it. Yeah. Well, because it's just sometimes you just need that, I guess, that person to just see it fresh. And yeah. Then, I mean, you don't want to take their YouTube comment, but. <laughs> well, of course. And, you know, if sometimes you stare at a bit for too long, it kind of loses its meaning of why it was funny in the first place. So they're seeing everything at fresh eyes. Right, right. Um,. I have this show tomorrow, and my parents are going to be there. Oh. Yeah, I wanted to ask, have you ever uh, performed for your parents? I have. It's tough. It's in your head the whole time. Yeah. You can't get out of it. It's like fucking a cousin. You know, you try to put it out of your mind, but it's <laughs> yeah, just there. Yeah. No, it sucks. And Also, my parents are kind of like waspy. I'm from, I'm from Louisiana. I'm from the South, so like they're kind of military. They're great people, but they're very like. Yeah. stern and so i'm talking about queefs and jews and anal and all this and i can tell they're like Goo, you know yeah or maybe they're not and i'm going Goo. Maybe yeah I'm projecting well I, that's what i know my friend did stand up for the first time the other day in like a long time but he said something that was like risky right but nobody nobody laughed but there wasn't supposed to laugh there wasn't supposed to be a laugh at that part mm. and he was like yeah i could just feel everybody pull back and i'm like yeah but like we didn't really do anything to make you think that you know like i think it's just your in your head it's yeah. the anxiety that you're just like projecting what you think they're feeling i think comics harp on it too much you know where they're like oh you guys didn't like that one and everybody's like we're okay we you know we just we laughed yeah you're in your head thinking we don't like it right and you're projecting but we're fine. Hmm. Yeah, I saw a comic the other day. In, uh, he's a funny guy, but he was like, I'm going to do a joke. It's going to be a little dirty, so hang with me. Jeez, you pussies, hang with me. And he did the joke, and they were like, oh, man, that was dirty. He goes, you said you were going to hang with me. And it's like, they did. Yeah. But they're reacting to a dirty joke. Right. I mean, a filthy joke. Yeah. And so I feel you like, got to let them react. And I think, do you think like prefacing it with that makes them almost not like because i feel like whenever people preface it it makes you pull back because even as i'll be in the audience and i'll be like oh god like what's coming you know oh, yeah whereas if they just said it it would have been like okay yeah yeah i think i think you got something there you gotta blindside them with it right right yeah I, uh jeselnik has a great line because sometimes you do a dirty joke and they'll get a groan and he goes groans are just laughs but for pussies mm, that's Which, good there's some Something profound about that. Yeah, for real. Because they re- recognize that it's funny, but they're just like... Ugh, uh, they're yeah, nervous. I shouldn't say anything. All exactly. Right. Hmm. It's just fascinating that anyone would be would would be bothered so... People are so bothered by comedy a lot. Like, I do a joke where I'll look at my notes and I go, don't worry, I'm not looking at my notes. These are just swastikas. Right. And people are like, what the fuck? And I'm like, I'm joking. So have you seen the updating show? I was going to send you this. The but- who, what, huh? All right, it's like a show on TikTok, and it's like a guy and a I'm girl. Not on, I don't watch any TikTok. No? No, I I post on there. I pay a guy, but I've heard it's... I know you guys all work in TikTok, right? I, yeah, I don't watch it either. I just... Why? You can you, say whatever you want. Oh, okay. Well, I don't want to... I no, just, they're, they're not going to be like... They don't, all right. This isn't the TikTok. I just read all these things about how it's like worse than crack, and it hurt. It like breaks your brain, and it like does all this horrible shit to you, and you start getting adapting to that fast entertainment style of like, what's next? What's next? What's next? And I just don't even want to be susceptible to that in any way. Mm. 
But I, I, do you feel like reels and YouTube shorts? Do you watch those? Uh, I watch those because I feel like you can kind of keep it stand up. Like I watch stand up joke after joke. Yeah. But then you go to TikTok and it's like tits, uh, black guy beating up a guy, uh, butts, yeah. a boat, a car crash, an animal attack, tits, uh, you know, a cop beating up a guy, you know, <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah. it just is so much for the senses. Right. Yeah. There was one today, a kid was cursing at, like he got hit, his, he bumped his arm on a door and he was like, you fucking bitch. Fuck. Like he was on the rig doorbell. He was like, God, it had to be like eight years old. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah. Yeah. But I went to, cause I, like you said, I work in TikTok, And so I went to like do something for work. And the second you open the app, it's that. And I'm like, ah, oh, that's awesome. Yeah. And then I'm like, let me go to the page, see if there's other videos of this kid. But it's like that it's like two hours later. And they're like, hey, did you post that video? I'm like, fuck. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's hard when your job is like based in a thing that is designed to distract you the most. You know? Yeah, yeah. It's so tough. basically, it's like a show where like a guy and girl are blindfolded on stage, microphones, sitting down, and they're on a date. And it's like a crowd of girls. And it's like they ask questions and... And I was offered to be on it. Oh. And I, I was like, I'm like, I, he's like, yeah, we don't really use comedians a lot or anything, but if you want to come on, it'd be awesome. I'm kind of nervous because a lot of guys go up and they, I guess, a lot of the comments are like, this guy was a joke or this uh, guy. Of course. But I mean, it, it, they also are like, I've seen them be like, yeah, does she have a dub truck? Like they're blindfolded. <laughs> like, does she have a dub truck? Ah. And they're all like, ew. Yeah. <laughs> See, that might be the way to go is to do the show as a character. Like, oh. go in as the Guido, creepo, uh, misogyny guy. Right. But the thing is, I think what's hard about stuff like that to me is, like, you have to be willing to piss people off to make other people laugh. You know what I'm saying? Like, you yeah. have to, some of that style of humor is, like, it's like, all right, these people aren't going to know I'm fucking with them, but everybody online will. Sure, the Ali G. Yeah, exactly. I, right. I don't think I could do that ever. I don't think I could either. I don't want to piss anybody off. That's why when people get so mad at my jokes, I'm like... Oh, I was trying to make you laugh. Yeah. And this is the exact opposite reaction. Do you read your comments? I should not, but I do. I probably read like the first 20 and then I, I throw my computer in the lake. That's a good way to do it because you're going to find the one. That yeah. Like, oh, yeah. And it sucks because the 20, it's like you scroll past the 20. You're like, oh, yep, yep, yep. Yeah. And then you're like, find that one. You're like, oh, like it know. hurts way more than the others make you feel good. Totally. I've gotten a few... I've been doing comedy like 16 years, and I've gotten a few like constructive things where I was like, oh, I do do that, and I, I stopped doing it, Right, but that's pretty rare. Yeah. Gotten like five of those in 16 years. That actually helped me. Yeah. No, there is some constructive criticism, but yeah, a lot of times it's just like, like literally right before we started this pod, somebody commented, um, like, you know how on YouTube you could say, don't recommend this channel. Mm. They like put in stars. Like, you know, how you could like star don't recommend this channel. Like they were telling oh, me that's what they were doing. That's horrible. Like, why do you got to tell me that? That's like, horrible. Fuck that person. That person's going to die alone. And my friend is going through this right now. He put out a video. I'm not going to say any details because I don't want people to look this up. Yeah. Because it's getting pretty ugly. Sure. It's like compiling and compounding on itself. So he has a joke that was on a special from, I think, 11 years ago. And it's kind of relevant today, so they put it up on Comedy Central, their Instagram page, and he's getting so much hate that not only the comments bad, they went to his 
other social media platforms and started trashing him there. Then he owns a restaurant and they started giving him one star on Yelp oh, and everything. So dude. they're like fucking with his business because they don't like this joke. Oh, but it's about a certain occupation. I so see. all these people of that occupation are like, if you ever come to my place, I'm going to make sure you uh, you die and I'll kill you and all that. So it's getting pretty ugly. But the thing is about that stuff, and I've noticed this because of something that happened at work, is like they do that for they. Like, it's like a kid having a tantrum. They'll tire themselves out. And that's then, what I told them. Yeah. But when they fuck with your restaurant, you're like, well, that's annoying. That's, that's very like permanent. Annoying. Yeah. So and then, and then of course those are the same people probably that are like save businesses during COVID. <laughs> it's like, dude, good point. Well, it's just weird that people will get mad about a joke or a statement, and they feel like they have carte blanche to ruin your life, and you're like. Well, you just disagree with me, or or maybe this is in bad taste, but like, who's the bad guy here? The person attempting humor and maybe missing the mark, or the person whose whole goal is to ruin you? Yeah, you know, like at least he was trying to be funny. Maybe right. it was or it wasn't, but you're attempting to take his business away. I mean, I think you're the bad guy at the end of the day. Yeah, for sure. And we've had this talk a million. Yeah, times. Yeah, I know. I, yeah. Definitely, we have. But do you smoke ever? No. Oh, okay. Because I um, some sometimes I'll smoke, and I realized before a set, it was one that my parents were at. My friend offered me a cig. I was like, "Fuck it, I'll do it." And it does. I was like, "Whoa!" Like, the, I I feel pretty good. Like, yeah, I, it hits you. Yeah. And, um, I, and I smoke cigars every now and then, which you don't inhale, but I still get a buzz from the nicotine. You get the buzz. Yeah. Uh, no, yeah. I, I wish that. Um, you could just do it without having to worry about it because it, it feels nice. Oh, yeah. I mean, they work. That's why people spend, you know, 15 bucks a pack. Yeah. I guess that, that could be good advice. I mean, it's bad advice. But it's like, oh, you're nervous before going out? Let's smoke a cig. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, you do five sets a night, you know. Now you're addicted. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, true. I used to drink before every, like, open mic because I would be so scared. Like, I'd be like, oh, I'll just get I'd, drunk. Same here. And then I, I remember I'd be like, that was great. And then you'd listen back. I'd be like, that was incoherent and, and sad. Yeah, it never works. You think, oh, I'll be loose. I'll be in the zone. But it, you're just slower. Your brain's not as fast. And uh, you're slurring. Do you drink? You seem to you drink pretty. I drink a lot, but I uh, I, don't, I only drink <laughs> after the show, usually. Oh, uh, okay. Like, I, I have a podcast where we drink, well, but it's at like 1 p.m. Yeah. So then by 8, I'm usually better. Oh, okay. You don't get, like, tired for the shows when you drink during the day like that? I do, but, you know, look, man, I used to be a fucking furniture mover and a janitor, so when people are like, what about a show tonight? Can you make it? I'm like, I got to stand on stage for 12 minutes and tell jokes? I can handle it. Uh, I see. Where were you a janitor? I was a janitor in Midtown on the east side in, a, like, a skyscraper. Okay. Did yeah. people, like ignore you where they oh not? it was great nobody i think they all thought i was like a heroin addict because they're like yeah. why is this young white kid you know mopping right. and, and cleaning up the uh, and it was me and like six mexican guys we all got along everybody had a great time i i was i was the comedy relief they loved me they called me puta and all that shit <laughs> and uh but i was i'm cleaning toilets and stuff but it was the best job i ever had and did you go right from that to comedy was it like i was doing that during the day and comedy at night and then what, how old were you when you finally made it like a career where you could just say, all right, I'm done. It's pretty late. I'd say like 31. 31. When are you, I'm, 38? I'm 38. Yeah. So it took forever. I started when I was 22. 22. Damn. But to me, the, the losing the day job is the is making it. Yeah. You know, a lot of people are like, what the hell? I'm not a Sebastian Maniscalco. I'm not doing the garden. You're like, oh, fuck that. You're telling jokes for a living and people are laughing and you don't have to worry. You can wake up at noon. You made it. Yeah. Yeah. When when um when was the last time you did an open mic? 
Uh, shit, that's a good question. Probably pre-pandemic, but I would still pop in every now and then. Yeah? it Boy, it humbles you. Yeah? Because yeah, they don't yeah. laugh at, like, yeah. No, no. I mean, I'll, I'll go kill, and then with the same material to Mike, it'll be like one chuckle. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, so this is just actually a bad gauge. Yeah. But oh, it's, okay. It's good to run it through the mud sometimes, though. That makes sense. I, I feel like they would laugh more because they're like, oh. He's a pro. Like we want to. Like- no, I think it's the opposite. I think, oh, this guy's showing up on our turf. Well, we have now. We have the power oh, by not laughing. We, I can, see. we can make him feel stupid. Oh, uh, I, I was going to ask you about Skankfest. Oh, sure. Yeah, is that like a fun? Have you done that many many times? Is that like I the? I think I've done it every year. And uh, for the people who don't know, it's basically a bunch of uh, comics who run this podcast called Legion of Skanks. They have a pretty big fan base, and their their whole thing is they're offensive. And they said, fuck it, let's do a comedy festival. And they did one in Brooklyn, and it was insane. It was so fun. There was, like, a tattoo room. There was, a, like, a, what do you call it, a wet T-shirt contest and a comedy show and all this crazy shit all in this one building in, in the middle of Greenpoint. It was incredible. And it's like Jim Gaffigan showed up, David Tell, Artie Lang, Louis C.K., Bonnie McFarlane, Michael Che, and it was just this great time. And then it blew up, and then it kept selling out. And then last year they did it in Houston. That sold out. That was amazing. People are flying in from, like, Canada and all these places, California. And then now it's in Vegas. Yeah, sold so out already as well. Sold out, and they're adding shows and adding nights. It's going to be nuts. Very cool. Yeah, I uh, selfishly I texted you. I was like, hey, my friend, like, uh, he was like, are you going to go? I was like, I don't know. He's like, maybe we could get up. And you were like, ah, oh, we'll get you up, and you'll get laid. Yeah. I told my dad you said that. He was like, you should have been like, you had me at get laid. So I was like, oh, that's pretty good. He's, Jeez, sorry. Are your, is your family funny at all, or? Or you just grew up the funny one only? My dad is funny on accident. Okay. Like he's like cringy funny where he'll be like, Moby Dick, sounds like a personal problem. <laughs> but I'm You're doing like, it silly and ironically, and he was serious when he does it. Yeah. So we're all like, oh, what a fucking retard. But he's actually, he's the, he thinks he's killing. But he's like just that big of a dork. Uh, but my mom is like, Really? Uh, yeah, nothing there. No, no humor. She laughs, but she's not. She'll never. Okay. She's never said a joke in her life. My dad's really funny, and my mom laughs at everything. Oh, so it's a, it's a good mix. So Perfect. that's kind of like. But he's yeah, he like he's, genuinely funny. Yeah, yeah. Oh, like, nice. Like clever and stuff. Wow, that must be so cool to have a funny dad. Like it that. is cool, and he's he's supportive of me trying to be funny too. Like, oh, it, yeah. I love this guy. Yeah, no, he's great. He's great, uh, man. Uh, um, who knew the top thirty boxer in New Jersey had such a cool dad? <laughs> Yeah. yeah, watch it, Mark. Oh, <laughs> no, sorry. I'm just, I'm just <laughs> um, but yeah, no, so... Uh, so that made it easy because so, because she laughed so much, it made it easier to try and be fun. If she was just like stone faced, I probably would have gave up early on. But you know, oh, your mom, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah totally. See, my mom was stone faced. Oh, really? So like. I'm I'm my girlfriend or fiance, whatever you want to say. When she met my mom, I was like, oh, I can't wait for you to meet my mom because I want you to see what I'm dealing with. Right. So she met my mom and she like walked out of the room and she was like, it was like she bombed. She was like, whoa, tough crowd out there. I'm like, yeah, yeah, she sucks. She's, like, She's hard to get a laugh out of. I mean, great lady, you know, warm, giving, but you can tell a long story and she'll go, what? What, uh, what time's Wheel of Fortune on? And you're right. like, Jesus, I just poured my heart out. And you're asking about Wheel of Fortune? And now it's funny because I guess like that's what's interesting to me about like comedy is like you might, just based on pure chance, you might get a show where the whole crowd is people like her. Yes. And you're like, I suck. And it's like, no, maybe they think it's funny, but... yeah. And then they might think it's bad because nobody's laughing. It's like, well, no, because you all don't laugh at things. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so. exactly. And no one has ever said in history, 
I have a terrible sense of humor. Yeah. Everyone thinks they have a great sense of humor. Right. You know? Like the lady crying in the back because you made an offensive joke. She's like, I love comedy. Normally I have a great sense of humor. Like, obviously you don't. Like, this is the <laughs> definition of not having a great sense of humor. <laughs> you right? had people crying in the back? Well, you know, it's happened. Has anybody ever, like, given you, like, uh, Will Smith sort of moment where they, like, threatened you in any way? Uh, yeah, I had a guy come on stage, um, but it, this was his fault. Like, he was heckling me for like an hour and yeah. I eventually was like fuck you and I was just trying to like avoid it and he was in the front row so he was saying it just to me Ugh. so he's like you thought oh, that joke's like you suck everybody hates you you know he was like needling me and I, no one else could hear it so I was just like alright fuck it and I'm doing well whatever and then I just snapped you can only take so much and I go fuck you you piece of shit I'll kill you you know and everybody in the back's like whoa where'd this come from so they start defending him so really? I'm like no you don't know he's been shitting on me the whole time they're like we didn't hear anything and I'm like no no and he's like He's loving every minute of it. <laughs> and then I just went in on his appearance, and he got up, and he was like, that's too far. And I'm like, oh, now you're pissed? Like, welcome to my world. So then he comes on stage, and uh, I don't know what happened. I think I kicked him or something, because I had, I had some elevation. So he was walking up the stairs, and I did one of these. No way. Yeah, and uh, the bouncer finally came. Ah, wow. And he wasn't waiting outside for you or anything? Nah, he was, uh, he was like a fat comic guy. And I called him a virgin, and that's really what... Set him off, and I so he must that be. That was the thing. Yeah, I saw Ari had a crazy one. That, I heard about this. Yeah, it was like a guy was taking a picture of him, and he's like, "You got to delete that right now." Yeah, and the guy was like, "Bro," like, like he was giving him a hard time. He's like, "No, you were the one that did the thing wrong." And he was like, "I deleted it, bro. Leave me alone." He's like, "No, I want to see the recently deleted." Whoa. And he was like, "I forget what he said to him. Might have been like, he might have called him like a pussy or something." But Ari, like, it was it was packed in this room too, and Ari just was like. And the guy like flinched and he was like, you're a pussy. Like, and, then, and then they made him leave and everything. And the guy was outside like waiting for him oh. and, and already just like brushed past him. But uh, yeah, he said he called him a kike on the way out. Oh, he did? Yeah, the other guy called Ari one. Whoa, I yeah. didn't know that. That's crazy. That's wow. Uh, that, Ari's like, that didn't bother me at all, but the photo thing pissed me off. Yeah, well, I mean, rightfully so, but I mean, it's like after doing all that, like to say that, that was weird. Well, I think people in the in these moments of rage, they just go for the worst thing. Yeah, like, I know. It's not even like they believe it as right. much as they're like, I'm just going to say what can hurt the most. Exactly, because he's probably trying to get Ari to fight back. Yeah, yeah. Which uh, is what these commenters do. They go, hey, kill yourself. You're not funny. And then they want you to engage. And then that's a great point because I, my friend Chris Barnes was saying, because he's got like some TikTok stuff too. And he, I was like telling him about the comments and how they bother me. I was like, yeah, I get in arguments. He's like, dude, the second you engage, you met, you've let them win. Yep. Yep. So. And it's hard because you're like, oh, I'll say this and this will end it. But. It never does. Yeah, yeah. No, I know. And then they'll, oh, they'll, but the worst is I'll say something I think is clever, and they're like, oh, you think you're a comedian? <laughs> like, that's supposed to be funny. I'm like, fuck, I thought that was good. You know what actually does sometimes work? I mean, it's still engaging, but I'll just favorite it, or I'll go, hey, good point, man. And they'll be like, oh, shit, I'm so sorry. I didn't know you were going to see this. Uh, take it back. Because if you kill them with kindness, usually they... Not usually, but sometimes they'll flip. Sometimes I'll get mad at somebody, and then I'll realize I misread their tone or Ooh. what they meant, and then I'm embarrassed because I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to be a dick. Like, I thought you were being a dick. And yeah. Then, so that's why I, like, respect when you just don't. Like, you don't even, like, do you comment on video, like, on YouTube? You don't use your no, YouTube? No, never. I've never, com I watch YouTube every day, and I've never commented on yeah, it. Yeah, I gotta, because then I'll comment, and then people will comment on that comment, and they'll be like, you thought this was, <laughs> they'll be like, <laughs> Like, why go away, check mark? Yeah. Or I'm like, all right, I just wanted to be a part of the convo. I don't know. And then it's weird how people will be like, well, face to face, everybody's genuinely nice or generally nice. And you're like, yeah, I guess, but 
what does it say about people that when they get any anonymity, they just go pure venom? Yeah, showing their real thoughts. Yeah. I think it's weird. It's just like because people in this new world, it's like, because it used to be like you would be on TV and it was like whatever the guy said on TV about you is what the opinion was or the only opinion we knew. But now yeah. it's like everybody can have an opinion on everything. Yeah. And so you just have to learn to not read those things because. Yeah. And it takes I think it should take take some guts <laughs> and, and it takes actually more strength to write something nice. So I think people who write something mean are actually just kind of weak. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. That's a great point. You have two good qualities. That's it. <laughs> That's, it. That's, That's it. it. That's the extent of it. But uh, one is you're insanely endearing because you have all these thoughts that we're all having, but you say them. Oh, okay. You know, like oh, I had to, I should have thought of this then, but I thought of it later. That's so relatable. Yeah. But other people lie and go, oh, I tore that guy to pieces. But you'll be honest about it. Honesty, I think I've noticed it's much funnier too. Like, oh, you're, way funnier. Yeah, like it's just like, yeah, I was thinking this, and they're like, what? I'm like, yeah, I don't know. It's, yeah. uh, it's fun when they when an honest thing that's embarrassing gets a laugh. It's almost like it absolves you of that. Of course, of that course, thing. you cut the tension. So, uh, give me the other quality. <laughs> Come on, uh, you made me feel. Well, the good. other one's a little more complex, and I think you have to know you. It's not really like a on the surface thing. But wow. talking about your your style of comedy, we were texting the other day, and I was like, I think you found your voice. Oh, okay. This is your voice, and you've done it because to find your voice, you got to look at all your old stuff and see what patterns emerge and yeah. see what kind of a. Uh, things keep repeating. Right. And you have this kind of likable trickery. Ah. You know, where you go, I put out a, uh, a, a, a Tinder bio, and then I wait for people to click on it, and I tell them to come to a show, and then I stand in the back and watch them, and then whatever it is, yeah, I'm trying yeah. to imitate one of your, your moves, but th- no one's doing that. Oh, okay, cool. I'll that's keep doing pretty, that. That's very timely, too. It feels very 2022. Oh, that's cool. Nice. Yeah, because it's so uh, layered in technology, a lot of it. Well, what would you say your voice is? Like, how do you describe your own voice? Uh, I try to be... Um, uh, let's see how how do you it's hard, it's hard to describe yourself but like I try to do things we're kind of all thinking and are logically sound but don't sound they kind of sound offensive but the logic is there right you know it's hard to explain like I had an old joke where a guy would go uh I go what's the name of that tall black guy on the fifth floor and he would go oh, I don't see color and I was like well I'm black. And he goes, no, you're not. And I'm like, aha. Yeah, you know? yeah, that's a great one. So dude. it's like you just call out the bullshit. And I'm, I'm not saying anything racist or anything mean. It's just you're full of shit. We all know it. We've just kind of accepted that as a weird term, even though it's complete bullshit. Yeah. And comedy's great because you get to pierce that bubble. Yeah, and it lets you like either like push the envelope or lie even. Yeah. Or, like, one thing that... Uh, I just told you this the other day that I think shows that you're really like making it whatever you want to say. Yeah, I know. I, I get it because yeah. it, it's it, but uh, is that there's like open micers doing your cadence oh, and you're like, that's and, weird. you know, I, I, it, it's understandable in the sense that like it's going to happen. Because, sure. It seeps in. I mean, I was doing Norm Macdonald for eight years. Yeah, but they're, they're like uh, <laughs> they're like. They're doing that, and they're oh, singing geez. your voice. And oh, like, weird. And so that's how you really know that. And it's cool because when I do open mics, I get recognized because of the video I did with you, and it's it's cool that like it's almost given me this into these... Well, I also don't know who's being 
honest sometimes. I don't know if that mm. sounds like douchey, but sometimes I'm like, are you being nice to me because of that? Like, oh, yeah. Not that I should look at the world that way, but. No, I get it. You get paranoid, but it's also a bummer because you're like, oh, people are doing you. I'm like, oh, what are they seeming cool on stage or suave? And you're like, <laughs> you know, you're like, oh, that is what I look like, you know? <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Norm McDonald had that great joke. He's like, you ever have a guy do an impression of you to you? And he's like, I can do a great you. And you're like, all right, all right, let's hear it. And he goes, ah. <laughs> and it's, it's such an accurate thing, you know? Yeah, but it's just like, the, like it's ugly. Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. Um, no, no, yeah, they're not doing. Yeah, they're suave, you know. They're no, I'm just, <laughs> I, was, I was going for the joke there. But yeah, yeah, it's it's, uh, it's flattering. Seinfeld had that thing where he said, there's five levels to comedy. Making your friends laugh. Uh, making strangers laugh. Mm. Getting paid to make strangers laugh. And then people impersonating you. So I guess it's four. Four, that's like the... When you've made it, Those people are the steps. impersonating yeah. you. Yeah, interesting. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. He's uh, he's got some nuggets. That guy. Have you seen people impersonate you to your face? Uh, one guy. Weirdly enough, he goes, "Hey, man, I see you're in Pittsburgh. Can I do a guest set uh, for the folks at home? A guest set is where a guy does five minutes on the show for no pay. It's called a guest set. So I was like, "All right, I'll give you five minutes. Who is this kid? He seems like a nice kid, young Indian kid." And uh, he goes up, and he's like. Sounds just like me. And the the feature act was like, is this a joke? Like, is he fucking with you? And I'm like, I don't know this guy. I don't know. Maybe. And he was, he sounded a lot like me. And it was like, uh, what's going on here? A lot of this and that, like doing all my <laughs> shit. Yeah. And uh, the, the feature was like, this is crazy. I can't believe there's like an Indian version of you. And like, they took, he went to the green room after like, what the fuck was that? They're all, you know, fucking with him. Was he funny? Yeah, he's a funny guy. I still know him. And I, I don't even know if he is doing me, but we happen to sound a lot alike. Interesting. That's cool. Yeah. All right, Mark. Thanks for doing the pod. Thanks uh, for having me. Of course. Um, uh, I don't know. How do you add pods? Can you tell me? Uh, well, you, we usually plug our dates. Oh, that's right. Plug your stuff. I, I, I've been doing that. I just forgot. Uh, okay. Plug your, plug your stuff. <laughs> I'm going to put that down on here. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm all over the road. Go to marknormancomedy.com. I got Tuesdays with Stories. I got We Might Be Drunk. Uh, my special's called Out to Lunch. Check it out. Queef it up. And praise Allah. Sweet. Thanks, Mark. Thank you. All right. That's the show. Make sure you subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and follow us on TikTok. I'm Sean Millay, S-E-A-N-M-I-L-L-E-A underscore. The pod is at Please Clap Podcast. And, of course, all the 137 content is at 137 p.m. Support your local comics and comedy clubs wherever you are. And please clap, folks. Come on. The Please Clap Podcast is a Gallery Media Group production.